What's up everybody? It's Dan Greer. Hey, I'm coming at you today and I'm just excited to be here. And first off, I want to tell you a little bit about what we're going to talk about today. And today we're going to go deeper into um, hiring and like what it takes to hire the right person the first time. And so um, let's cue the intro. We'll be right back. The big question is this, how are leaders like us who aren't necessarily in a management position who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us, to actually be heard while not coming across as an authoritative prick. These are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the Middle of the Pack. Awesome. So glad you guys are still here. Super stoked to have you here today. So last time we talked a little bit about um, like hiring and how to get the right people in our interview process. Now I'm not saying that like our process is perfect by any means. And I want you to realize that I'm not saying our process is perfect because I understand that it's flawed. I know that it's got issues to work through, but I do want to talk a little bit about like more about what we do and how we get into this. And so Like I said, last week we talked about our four-part interview process, how it all works, how we go through it, the fact that we're selling our company to our employees throughout everything that we're doing through to our potential employees, like not actually like selling them to them like, hey, give me money and we'll give you the company. No, but we're like excited about what we're doing and and we're wanting to get them excited about it as well because we need people who are going to be on our team to be excited about what we're doing and where we're going. Um, Today, I want to talk a little bit about one of the things that I learned... um, Again, from a guy named Bill Allen, and uh, and he does seven-figure flipping. Super smart guy. Uh, we were at a mastermind in Mexico, and he talked a little bit about like personality profiles and hiring and stuff like that. He did this whole, I don't know, it was like a 60-minute, 90-minute master class on it, and I took so many notes from it and learned so much from it, and we implemented so many different strategies from that because just before that mastermind, we'd made a couple hires, and they... Uh, none of them worked out very well. And what I found out is that I was hiring people who had similar personalities to me. They didn't have the right traits for the position they were going into. And so, yeah, I jived with them really well. Like I would bring them on and we would go through the interview process and I loved them. Like I loved everything about this person. It's like, oh man, this person's perfect. They've got good energy and blah, 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 blah. But they weren't a good fit because they were too much mirrored to me and I wasn't looking for the right things. I was looking for what I wanted, what I liked, not what the job needed. And so that caused us to dig deeper into these personality profiles. And um, so what we do now, and and again, I encourage you to go to uh, eclipsedot.org, O-R-G slash forward slash hiring. um, And go through the process. Just check it out. Like look at, go through the whole thing. Take the personality profile for free make sure uh to like send me an email and be like hey just checking this out <laughs> not actually applying for a job you know what i mean or if you want to apply for a job and you think you'd be a great member on our team if there's something there man please let us know we're always looking for valuable people to add to our team a-, a game people is what we look for the people who always bring the a game no matter what so just just throwing that out there like to go check it out and see what's going on and go through the personality profile but today i'm going to dig a little bit more into how the disc works. So we utilize disc D I S C and, um, and, and how we do it. And so what we do 
is is I go through, or our team goes through, I should say, and we say, okay, what traits would be really good in this position? Do they need to be a really good people person? Do they need to be pay really close attention to detail? Do they need to be super excited and get started on stuff and have somebody else finish it? Are they a closer or an opener? And what I mean by that is, like, do they go around and close a bunch of loops? Do they love finishing projects? Or do they love starting projects? And, and what's the right person, what's the right fit for that position? So what we've done is instead of going from hiring based solely on, oh, yeah, yeah, I think this person's a good fit, blah, 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 um, after interview processes to truly doing, uh, going through what this disk profile tells us as well. So, like, let's say that we have a position that's opening. Um, I'm just going to use a customer care position for us, okay? Because we've gone through this several times with, like, a customer care position, and and I know it very well. So, so like, I know that whenever I get into a customer care position, I don't want somebody with a high D in the customer care position because because their their do, their dominance or their drive outweighs their attention to detail. All right, so so let's break down the disc a little bit, and then and then I'll go back into how we utilize this and how we actually tr choose it and, and how we come up with these decisions. So DISC stands for four things. The D stands for dominance or drive. I like to think of it as drive. That's the way I love I love to think of it as. Um, I as influence, that means like the way they influence other people. So their, their interpersonal skills, that kind of stuff. S is for, for steadiness or like the ability to kind of stay calm in a tense situation. They, they like to work through projects and get all the way through them. They don't go through like a five-minute burst and then switch and then a five-minute burst and then switch. They start a project and they like to finish it. And C is for uh, consistency and also attention to detail is the way I look at C. So if somebody's C is super, super high, they are going to do the best they can no matter how long it takes Every single time, like time is not an issue to them. They are upset with themselves if they don't do it to the best of their ability every single time, and it's hardly ever going to be good enough for them. And and um, because they're constantly trying to do better. And my wife Jenna, who I love very dearly, she's she's my queen. She's absolutely awesome. Um, her C is super high, and and it shows. And knowing what I know about personality profiles now, and going back and looking at her, what she's done in the past, let's say, I don't know, 10, 15 years, we've been married for 17 years, so we've been, you know, together or whatever for 20, so it's, it's, um, over the last 20 years, what I've seen is that, like, she used to get involved with the haunted houses at the, at the school, so we would have, a um, at our, our elementary school would do a fundraiser every year for Halloween, and it was called a Halloween carnival, and what they did is they had carnival where the kids could get dressed up, and they could run around the school, and they would play games, and they had this haunted house, and the haunted house was always, like, the big deal for the little school. I mean, they put a ton of time into these things, into the haunted house. Like, they would take a month building it beforehand, and, and um, it would just take up all of her time for, like, the entire month of October and even most of September, and it was great. But because she's such high C and she's also high S, so she's super steady at what she does, she likes to get into it and continue it, um, her attention to detail in those was phenomenal. And as you would walk around that haunted house, like they did a Harry Potter theme one year, and it, it was literally like, 
I don't know, the room was probably a thousand square feet and they would put dividers and sections in it to where you had to walk through a certain way and they had a maze in there. And so it was, you know, two or three alleys of decorations that they would put up and stuff like that. And it it wasn't like scary for adults. It wasn't even scary for kids, depending on how how the kid was. But, you know, it was dark. There was black lights in there and stuff like that. But they took so much time and detail, like creating... When they did the Harry Potter theme, like she created potion bottles, like literal potion bottles with different colored fluids in them and different kinds of bottles and went to thrift stores and all kinds of places to find used bottles. And then and then not only that, not only that, she like sprayed them with adhesive and like blew dust on them so they would be dusty. <laughs> so it's like her attention to detail is super, super high. And so that's what C is, is super high detail. Um, S is like steadiness. And so steadiness is, is the ability to like stick with a job until it's done. They don't like to, people who are super high S don't like to see jobs go unfinished. They, they really are just like slow and steady wins the race and they don't get in a hurry to get the job done. So, so people who are high D like me, um, we have a tendency to like start a job, boom, get in a hurry and then lose interest. And I don't mean lose interest, but like move on to the next thing and and it never quite gets finished people who are high s uh steadiness just in their personality profile if the s is high in them then they they have a real tendency to like to finish their finishers their closers they go around they close a bunch of loops they like to finish projects and and they get antsy when they have projects that are unfinished so if you have somebody who's super high s and super high c those people are usually um, pretty good at talking to people. They're going to be a little bit introverted, but they, they most of the time they'll be introverted, meaning that they don't love big groups, but I don't love big groups either unless I'm in front of them. So in, anyways, like they'll be, they'll be really paying really close attention to detail. They'll be really steady to finish the job and they're going to get the job done because they hate having open projects. Um, I as influence or like interpersonal skills and, and, to dive a little bit deeper into this I, what I want to really talk about is like, can I tell you a story about I? Would that be okay? Would you guys be okay if I told you a short story about I? So we had this one guy one time. He was super high I. And um, those are like in interpersonal skills or the ability to influence people. And a lot of your sales people are super high I. And, and um, when I hired this person, I thought, oh, man, yeah, he'll be really, really good. Well, he sold himself during the interview very well because he's super high eye. And this was before we did personality profiling. Um, and and he sold himself very well during the interview because he's very influential. He knows how to get people to, to think the way that he thinks or how to get them to at least see his side. But I also call it interpersonal skills because people who are usually super high eye um, have a lot of self-doubt as well. And what I mean by that is is that they don't think that they have the ability a lot of times to, uh, to get stuff done or maybe not even that, but they, they, um, they're very self-conscious. Okay. And, and I would say people who are high C are also very self-conscious because it's never good enough for them. Anyways, well, he came in and he tells me, he's like, man, I love criticism. Just give me criticism because he thought that he thought that's what I wanted to hear because he's super high. I, he's trying to influence me to make me think that he's a great guy. And so, um, or that he was a perfect fit for the position. He, he is a great guy, but anyways, so I, I was like, you want criticism? I will give you constructive criticism whenever you want it. And I, and I will make sure I give it to you. And like a month into the job, he's like, dude, do I ever do anything right? And I was like, you do a lot of stuff right, bud. 
you told me you didn't want to hear about when you were doing stuff right. You told me you wanted to hear about when you were doing something wrong and how to make it better. And so I didn't tell you about all the stuff you were doing right. I told you about the stuff that you can make better because that's what you told me you wanted to hear. And um, what I didn't realize was that because he was so, like his eye was in the 90s, like it was crazy high. Um, what I didn't realize is, is that because I'm such high D, my D is like a 97, 98, something like that, depending on the day, right? Like it changes a little bit, but um, I didn't necessarily communicate with him the way that he needed it because he he was very interpersonal. He was very um, like saying what you wanted, what he thought you wanted to hear type of stuff. And in me, I'm like straight to the point, boom. And I'm honest and I'm open and I'm a glass door. And that's what I tell everybody. And, and so we didn't jive because, um, he, he wasn't like the right fit for that position, but he was a good fit for another position within our company. Right. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about D they call it dominance in the disc. I like to call it drive. And the reason I call it drive is because I think that everybody can have drive. But the people who are super driven are also the people who um, will take unusual risks, right? And and what I mean by that is like 90, well, 90% 90 of percentages are crap, are just made up. So you know that this is made up. So <laughs> with that, I'm just going to say a lot of people in the world who own businesses, who are entrepreneurs, have super high D. And what that means is that they have a lot of drive. They love to get projects started but they don't necessarily finish them, right? And, and and that's why you have to surround yourself within your company with people who don't have the same personality profile as you. So like if I'm going to hire somebody to be a creator, right, for content creation, I'm going to look for somebody who's who's high C and high I. So I want them to have like I, C, C, I traits under the disc personality uh, profile. If I'm looking for somebody that's going to be show up every single day, who's always going to be there, who's going to do a great job, who's going to be very, very thorough at what they do. I'm looking for somebody who's who's S and C, right? And I want a little bit of D in everybody that I've got because if they don't have a little bit of drive, a little bit of want to push forward, a little bit of like of that, yes, I want to be in charge mentality to an extent, um, it's it's really hard to for me right now in my life where I'm at in my situation to help them progress to keep them happy on the chain of, of like work-life balance. Um, so, so that's, does, does that kind of help? Do you, do you guys kind of understand the disc a little bit more? I, I know it's really confusing. I know there's a lot of stuff in there that's hard, but the, the, the like doesn't, I don't do the best job explaining things, especially not when I'm trying to take a four hour master class and crunch it into like 20 or 30 minutes. So, um, I apologize that I'm kind of bouncing around a little bit, and I apologize that maybe I didn't do a very good job explaining some of the stuff, but you can always learn more about it. There's tons of stuff on it. We've been really kicking around doing a master class on like hiring and personality profiles and, and how to like hire the right person the first time and doing like an all-day master class on it so we could really dive deep into it, and, and it would be based at like people who are hiring and people in, in HR and stuff like that. That way you could you could see it, and, and actually it would be really good for managers as well. So you could keep your existing employees that you love and you could keep them happy because you would know how to communicate with them better. Anyways, so we have everybody when they go through this, like you'll see it, you'll see if you go to our website, you know, the eclipsedot.org slash hiring, you'll see that once you get through the job description, it's going to take you straight to a personality assessment. It's going to be like, hey, go complete this and then email it 
along with your resume to me. Right? And so they go complete it and then and then they email it along with their resume to us and then what we do from there is we go in and um, we do the first round of interviews with everybody and then the people that we like, the people that, that we feel would be a good fit from the from the disc assessment and also from the interview, then we go actually buy the report from them. So we pay whatever it costs us to get them, right? Like the cost changes depending on the report you get. But we, we buy a report from them. We look at that report and it gives us a little bit more detail. So um, um, I'm actually looking at one right now that, that is high C. And, and like a little bit lower S, like that is their their features in it. And this is for a customer service position. So they're going to be steady and they're going to be consistent. They're going to be have really close attention to detail and they're going to work until they get the job done. And to me, for that position, it's super exciting, right? Like that person has potential to be a really good fit for that. But if I have a personality profile, if, if I have a disc assessment that shows that we're trying to hire for that same position, right? and it's super high D and super high I and their C is like nothing, then they're not going to have any attention to detail, which is not what I want for that position. All right, so let's talk a little bit about creating or designing the, the profile you want for a position. And so what I do, the way that I do this, and, and again, this is me. It doesn't mean you have to do it this way. I'm not telling you that if you don't do it this way, you're wrong. This is just what we do. So we go through and we say, okay, what traits do we want somebody like, if you could hire the perfect person, if you could design the perfect person for this position, what would they be? Would they would they pay super close attention to detail? Are they a get it done person? Are they somebody who starts the project? Are they somebody who goes through and helps other people get through this project? Do they have to be steady? Can they have can they have a bunch of open projects or do they have to only have one project going at a time until they finish it? Start one, finish one. Or do we want them to start 10 projects and finish one at a time or start 10 projects and then have the ability to hand them off to other people? Like, what do we want for this position? And so we go through and we write down all the traits that we want. So like, let, let's, again, let's go through this customer service position, right? The, we call them client care professionals is what we call them in our business because I love thinking outside the box. Um, so on a, our client care professionals, like we went through and we said, okay, we want somebody who pays really close attention to detail because we're dealing with federal regulations. We want somebody who's steady, somebody who wants to learn about, about something new, somebody who's going to stick with it until they get the job done. Somebody who loves to have stuff finished and doesn't love a bunch of open tasks, but they also have to have the ability to have open tasks so they can do more than one thing at a time. So they can have five things open and be working on one. And if they don't get finished with the other four, it's not going to cause them to go into shutdown, right? And then we also need somebody who can talk to people. So we need somebody who's not afraid to get on the phone, have a conversation, who's not afraid to um, ask when they have questions and we want somebody who's got some drive, right? And, and what I mean by some drive is like, I don't want somebody who's D or, or on the disc profile. I don't want somebody who's D is like 98. I want somebody who's D who's between like 10 and 20. So, so in my opinion, I think that we need to be really well balanced for all of our positions. And so if anybody is below a 10 on any position, it's an automatic red flag. It doesn't mean that we won't hire that person. What it means is that if it's below 10, we need to really evaluate through the interview process whether they're going to be a great fit for our team because of our dynamic within our company. Now, there are some companies where um, 
maybe you're a programmer and you don't need any kind of like interaction other than through emails. And so it can be short, sweet, to the point. Then that, then you know, I may be less, right? You may not have to worry about that so much. And so it's okay if that's less. So you gotta like look at your positions and kind of go from there to figure out what's gonna be best for you. And so in this, in like our client care professional, we wanted somebody who's paid super close attention to detail. They love having the job done. They love doing it right the first time, right? They're not afraid to ask some questions. They're not afraid to take a few risks and go out on a limb and, and kind of get out of their comfort zone a little bit. And so what we look for is we look for somebody who's got, you know, like 10 to 20 D. Um, their I should be, you know, it, it could be like 20 to 30, right? For S. It could be we're looking for somebody who has a higher S and we're looking for somebody who's like super high on C. And what I mean by high on C is like anything above 60 is going to be high for us on this position because we also know that people change and they grow and we can help them grow. And so whenever we look at it, we're looking for somebody who's like super high C, a little bit lower S, a little bit lower I, and and probably the lowest D on here. Um Unless we're trying to get him into a, a leadership position, and then we want that D to grow, but we still want that C to stay high, and those two don't very go very well together. And like I said, I could talk all day on this, so I'm not going to spend much more time on it. But I just wanted to kind of go over some of what we do and how we do it and what we look for and why this plays such a huge role in our company. And I can tell you, like, so so after we implemented this progress uh, process after we implemented this process we went through a round of hiring and, and we grew and we expanded expanded and exploded and it was super awesome i was so excited for the growth that we had and um and we went through and we hired uh man i can't remember how many people like we interviewed so many people for these positions because of the way we're at like everybody else was going man i can't get anybody i can't get anybody and i'm like we got like 20 people to interview right like they're not all going to be good fits and we know that but we're not sitting there going, oh man, I just want a pulse. I just want somebody to interview just so I can get my interview skills up, right? Like, so I can at least say that I interviewed somebody for this. Because we had we had a lot of people apply for these positions. I, I would say we had like over 25 people apply for one position and we did zero advertising for it. We just made a post on it on social media, what was going on. And it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal to have that. And then anyways, so we went through that process and we I went through interview after interview after interview, 15 minute phone calls for first interviews with everybody. And then we selected, I think it was like 10 people to go through interviews for the second round of interviews. And then we narrowed it down to about five people for the third round of interviews. And then from there, we'd made our selection as to the people that we wanted to join our team. And there, there was this one gal, she was, um, man, she, her, her eye was super high. And for some reason I'm attracted to people within the company who have super high eye. Uh, the the influence and interpersonal thing. I don't know what it is, but I, I was just, I was like, okay, we're going to create a position for her for like business development and we're going to see how she does and we're going to give her a chance and just see what happens. And, and the red flag that I didn't catch was that I was putting her into a business develop position, development position and her D was below 20. And somebody who is remote, who has to go out and do their own thing and reach out to customers and potential customers and try to get new people and try to get meetings scheduled with them, their D needs to be super high. And their I needs to be super high. So they need to be like a DI person. They don't need to be a closer. They need to be an opener, right? 
And so they need to go out and open all these relationships so that we can close some of them. And her D was so low that she didn't have the drive to go out and actually get the customers that we needed. And, and um, you know, th things happen and it doesn't always work out. And it's the pits when it doesn't work out because I just I just hate it with a passion. But it it is what it is, right? And, and that was a red flag that I should have seen when we did that hiring. On the same note, we hired um, four other people in that same round. Like, we exploded. I mean, and it's been phenomenal. But uh, we hired, like, four other people in that round. And those four people have all been phenomenal fits because we took more time examining the the disc assessment that we had them fill out, right? And I'll be like 100% honest with you. I do a disc about every six months to a year. Once a year, I like to redo my disc just to see where I'm at and see what changes because it changes a lot. And so um, I'll probably do a podcast on like using this disc assessment for all of your current employees too because I think that it's really great to have a personality assessment so you can see like how they think and what they need and maybe there is a better position for them. Maybe they're not happy where they're at, but if you made some minor tweaks – then you would know how to communicate with them and then you could have phenomenal employees and, and, and team members instead of people on your team or that are just there to collect a paycheck or that maybe you're not connecting with them on the, on the right level. Um, I also think that it's this has helped our relationship out between Jenna and I a lot, knowing that we're different. So like I said, she's super high S, super high C, I'm super high D, uh, a little, a fairly high I, like my D is like in the 90s, my I is in the, is in like the 60s or 70s, my S is in the 60s or 70s, and my C is, is <laughs> pretty low. Um, let's not go there. Anyways, uh, my, I have a good attention to detail on certain things, but not on everything. I'm more of like a get it done guy, and that's why I'm like, we're gonna, looking at a workbench right now that we built, my daughter and I built, and it's, it's, um, it's not to the same quality somebody who has super high C would have, but you know it does the job and it holds it up and we're able to work on it and we're building a dollhouse on it and it's a lot of fun, but it hasn't fallen down yet, right? Like that's my standard <laughs> for for quality on it is it hasn't fallen down yet, right? And so that's kind of of part of it. But so for me right now, the way I, I just want to finish this up real quick, and I just want to say that personality assessments I think are a huge part or should be a vital part of hiring, and I think that if you do it right. You can, I don't think, I know that if you actually utilize the process that you can hire the right person the first time, but you have to take time to go through it. You got to have the right interview process and you've got to sell the job to them and you've got to get to know the person on a deeper level and you've got to do stuff that's outside the norm. Don't do what you've always done or you'll get the results you've always gotten. If you want to get results that you've never had before, you have to do things that you've never done, Right? And that, that goes straight down to hiring. That goes straight down to everything. And um, so the interview process is huge. The personality profile is huge. And then know what you want before you ever even open the position. Like that's the best thing I can say is if you don't know what you want, you don't, you're not going to get it because you don't know what you want. And if you just want the best team member, then you're not going to get it, right? You're going to get somebody who's good but not somebody who's amazing. And once you figure out how how to define amazing, then you can set goals and help them grow and your business will just explode or or your organization will explode. And I think that 
you know, these personality profiles to me are, are a phenomenal tool to understand and to have in your tool belt and also to help you get the right people on your team because we've all worked with a team member who doesn't necessarily meet our expectations or isn't what we thought. And, and I am a hundred percent guilty of being that person, right? Being the person who got hired for a position and it, and it wasn't who they thought they were hiring because they hired based off of feelings instead of off of like going through the, the facts and going through the processes to make it right. And so guys, um, this is a little bit longer one, but I'm so glad that you stuck with us. Remember that, uh, to, if you've liked this content, if you like this content to subscribe to the podcast, I want you to do me a favor. Could you share it? Could you share this one for me? Like that would be absolutely amazing if you could share this episode on your personal account for Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever. And and if you got value out of it, like comment on it. When you share it, when you share this one, can you tag me in it? Because I love to see these things. Like it's so fun to see the tags coming up and get and getting to see what's going on with it and where it's going. And and um, the other thing that I want to say is this: is that if you guys are interested in some of these master classes or stuff like that that we're talking about, I want you to reach out to me because we would love to get you involved in some of this and love to get you um, kind of moving in that direction because we're still growing like we just want to serve our community that's our whole goal is to serve and that's why we're doing this podcast so all right with that being said hope you all have a great day and we will chat soon later